0: Magic Mike Show, where you hear the experts speak. The Magic Mike Show, tune into the show every week. The Magic Mike Show, you can trust the show is the bomb because it's being brought to you by RacingDudes.com. What's up, everybody? I'm Magic and I'm Mike, and this is the Magic Mike Show, episode five eleven. Mr. Sumich, Big Hair Magic Huzzah! whoa it really is I didn't oh I haven't God. been full screen the entire even in the backstage area I never was full screen yeah they right the going going in the like greased lightning there the yo it's the santa Ana winds man they are strong and and blowing they're blowing strong through this area here not for you yeah. well you're up the ways you're up the coast you got some flow going on man you could play hockey up in Minnesota if you want to. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah well my beard's not long enough maybe uh maybe they'll let me play junior hockey with this beard um the actually I'm gonna be your way uh this weekend we're going to uh channel islands we're going to do a channel islands boat tour this weekend so Ooh, nice. uh yeah up your way really hoping that the weather cooperates because i know there's some weather coming our way uh in california but where there's weather we don't have to worry about that's louisville louisville kentucky on wednesday november 15th and that's where we're going for the pick five show mike tell the people why you agreed to do churchill downs because i'm sure they're curious i have no idea why do i agree because it was this or Horseshoe Indy, and Churchill had more turf races. That's fair. I mean, and honestly, Indy. we thought more people would watch.
1: The takeout for Horseshoe Indy is better, obviously. That's a better track yes. place takeout-wise. But yeah, the field's actually are pretty good here. Um, the last race, I'd say, was a pretty good betting race. I know that you went, ended up going deep there. I ended up three deep. But there's uh, definitely some value up and down it. And I, the, the two turf races are pretty interesting. Uh, so <laughs> I think we agreed on the lowest level race here. Uh, But this is Mm -hmm. a fun little pick five sequence, and we are guaranteed to be on the turf, which also is a definite
0: positive here. It looks like there's not going to be any rain here in uh, in Kentucky. Yeah, Kevin says 60s in Midwest uh, this week. Uh, Kara says I thought you would have gone back to Charleston rather than uh, Churchill on a Wednesday. Listen, at a certain point, we do have to do a show that more than our devoted listeners will watch. We need to try and you know we try to reach more people. Once in a great while, we do one for us, but
1: we did check the carryovers, and there was nothing great either. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Yeah, like if we had a nice little pick five carryover somewhere, maybe we could head there. But uh, nothing, nothing great sitting there right now. Everything, if you look at like, the top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine carryovers are all jackpots. Which
0: means, screw you guys, we're going home.
1: <laughs> yeah, Justice sorry, in Remington.
0: We would have gone to Remington, but they're not running So for Wednesday. Um, yeah, by the way, nice. I, I saw Rodney here in the chat. saying It's been Chalky at Del Mar, but so creating ways to make value. Shout out to Chris. Uh, Chris, I'm sorry. I forgot your last name, but you did email us saying that he cashed some tickets after listening to our show. Um, he Frankenstein ticketed it, Mike, and I was so mad because uh, I went back and... I watched again this morning the Oviat class race. That congrats to you. You were you loved Oviat class in the race that he won, which was a bad race just all around. And I went back and watched it. My top two picks were the Damato horses that ran each other into the ground on the front end. And I'm just sitting there going, stop, 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 stop. What you're doing? All of it, stop. And it just didn't it wouldn't stop, Mike. It wouldn't yeah. stop.
1: I was expecting a pace duel, but I thought it was going to be one and two, not two and four. Um, and man, they went out there. The eight who I liked on top ran absolutely terrible. But luckily, Oviat Class picked me up there. But uh, mm-hmm. good call by you on the last race, man. Your, your price speed horse was the correct price speed horse. The three horse gets home $24 winner there. So the, the early part was kind of chalky. It sucks that we didn't get to do it after the scratches because Kiss by Fire became a really logical single in the first leg. You had a really easy double there. Um, mm-hmm. with the first two races. And so it, there was definitely a world where after scratches, you end up single, single, and then you end up with Oviac class and that three horse in the last. And all of a sudden you're sitting there uh, with a nice little pick five ticket that paid. What did it pay here? Do um, do Exacto, super. Why don't they have it listed wasn't that, here?
0: Wasn't it 900 something? That might so. be lower than that. I do know that. And I'm sorry to you that uh, you were alive going into that last leg and then got bombed. But it's, I told you, I tested you, you. You made fun of Kyle Frey one too many times on the yeah. show. I picked i picked him and liked him in many races, and you made fun of him one too many times, and he bitch in the ass in that last one with Mastermind. Too much Kyle
1: Frey slander on my side. Eventually, I knew it was going to come back to bite me. And uh, unfortunately, it was at the, at the wrong time. That yeah, was nice being live. To, I think it was four horses in that last race. And unfortunately, uh, they didn't run very well. Not
0: going to lie. I'm glad I faded Park City, at least, who ran last, but it uh, would have been nice if someone else got home for me. <laughs> uh listen kyle Frey. that was the first time that he lost on a baffert horse in the last year he, he had two wins from two mounts and then that one happened uh who's the baffert that he's rode was it Nisos? was he the guy that was riding Nisos? Nisos might have been i can't remember there was another baffert that he rode the two-year-old but anyways speed two-year-olds we do have a two-year-old race to talk about their hundred thousand dollar maiden claimers so it's like yes That's they're pretty, claimers pretty but maiden claimer no one's actually yeah. out of that race yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, it's going to be a fun show. We'll talk about Churchill Downs Wednesday Late Pick file. Let's get into it right up. First leg of the Churchill Downs, late pick five on Wednesday, November 15th, race five, 10 Phillies and Mares three and up, plus a few also eligibles and an MTO. Shouldn't get the MTO in though. They're going a mile on the turf at the N1X allowance level. Where'd you go on top, buddy? Interesting race, right? Um, I don't usually play Brad. I don't usually play Chad Brown
1: horses once they switch barns, especially on the turf, but I'm, I'm going to break my own rule here. I'm not going to get too creative with the top pick here. Give me the one horse free look on top. Brad Cox for Giroux, I, I don't know if there was a more disappointing maiden race than that Saratoga race where Be Your Best won and Free Look ran third and we're like oh it's going to be a great race and man Be Your Best never really came around um and yeah like he I, I thought I thought she was going to be a really good horse mm-hmm. and then Free Look you know wins next out and you're like okay now this is going to be a monster back to back to back graded stakes uh, gets a second, but it wasn't really a good second over at Aqueduct, and then uh, disappoints a little bit in the mare Turf at the Breeders' Cup in 2022, and loses as the favorite in the Florida Oaks. I, this field just isn't that tough, though. That's kind of what I came down to: is that this is a, a significant drop in class here on the on the barn switch. If you're switching barns to Brad Cox, like I'm not going to knock it too hard. 28 uh, percent first time new trainer; he's a 17 percent turf trainer, so pretty big drop off of so Chad Brown's 30 percent turf training. But this horse has the most talent in this race um, and should be able to get a, a decent trip has kind of like tactical speed when needed. I expect to see a little more speed in the Brad Cox barn than we saw in the the uh, Chad Brown barn as well. So ended up with the one free look on top, kind of a lukewarm top pick. but I'm gonna go three deep here.
0: I'm gonna try and beat this favorite. Uh, the excitement you had in your voice talking about her yeah, uh, when you were trying to make your case is kind of why I'm against her here. I also so this was a Claravich Farm Clarevich Farms. Clarevich Stables horse with Chad Brown. Uh, you just, you never see them just dump a horse off at auction when they're three. And, and you know, she could, but you look at the breed and that's why she sold for $550,000 by a Avamedaglia mare and it, she showed some potential. But I just don't see Brad Cox taking a Chad Brown horse and stepping it forward. Uh, it could happen, but it's, it's not something that you see that often. He does it a lot more often on the dirt. And you kind of alluded to it too with him just, just just being 17 um but yeah. yeah so i'm gonna try and beat this horse uh this is the race by the way i went three deep four deep if there's an ae that can draw in uh the lowest price horse is eight to one the others are all ten to one i was trying to beat the low priced horses in here my top pick the number three our dotsy at ten to one uh Luis Sias riding back for vicky oliver i think this horse could possibly go gate to wire and there really isn't a lot of pace in here uh, the highest early pace ratings from time form, it's the four and the eight, both have a 98. The three's got a 95. The two horses inside aren't going to, I mean, you already said the one's not going to go. The two's not going to go. So you very well could see our Dotsy get an early lead. And if you gives Luis Sayas an early lead on the turf, going two turns, hell, especially at 10 to one, sign me up. This horse last time out was just a neck away from winning at this level at, at, at Keeneland, to on the 16th. I think the cutback helps her out as well. And if you look at that race, she was 6 to 1 and now she's 10 to 1 when it's kind of a lateral move level wise the horse that ran third that day returns but that's the 7 horse around the sun so uh, the post positions and the running positions will be reversed so i don't think the seven's going to keep up with the 3 here and then the 2 horse was also in that race but she ran a shit and i think that the horses that the 2 beat in the maiden race were all bad because 12 total races None of them have won since then, so uh, I'm going to try and beat the two and the seven there. But I think the three at ten to one, ton of value here, Mike.
1: Yeah, second pick for me. Uh, so we agree on the three here. I, I, no,
0: so I just literally I should have said half of that
1: and let you talk. I'm sorry. Know. Yeah, you made the you made a good case. <clears throat> I, I think the interesting thing about the other speed in here, uh, you know, the four horse you mentioned, one of the, the fast early horses never had the lead at the first quarter or the half mile, um, and then the eight horse only had it once, and that was at Saratoga when they went 24 and two and fifty flat. So the other two quote unquote speed horses, not really gonna be speed horses, right? Neither of them want the lead. I expect that Luis Sayas goes and gets the lead with this horse. Not sure she can hold on. Uh, a little concerned that, that that we're gonna have a, a little bit of a stumble bunny esque finish here from our Dazzi, but at 10 to one with Luis Sayas aboard, willing to take the chance here and see if we can get uh, get it get it in get it this horse home at a price. I'm hoping like she hasn't taken that step forward yet, and that's really what you need because it, you mentioned, you know, free look. You're not going to expect Brad Cox to improve the horse. He doesn't need to. If she runs back to the last couple of races, she has the best races on paper, and so that's that's the issue. And, and our Dotsie does need to improve to be able to get it done here. It's going to be all about the early fractions, right? If our going can mm-hmm. go, you know, none. There, she's not been in a race where they went slower than 23-1 and one for the opening quarter yet. So, if she can get out there and get like that 23 and three opening quarter and then get a 48 and change half, I think she gets dangerous. But it's whether or not that that's going to be early paces.
0: Uh, so, we went, each went three deep here and we agreed on two of them. Our Dotsy was one. The other was the last horse that I added in here, and that's the number nine, Tatuba uh, at eight to one. Mike Maker trained, Tyler Gaffley, I'm going to ride. Uh, This horse cuts back to a mile, mile and a half. is probably just too much for this horse. I get Maker trying it, and it's, you know, Maker does love to take a horse and make him run along on turf, and it wakes him up. Just didn't work for her in that spot. For me, Mike, it was that seven furlong race to Kentucky Downs, two back, where she ran from last, pretty much, into a slow pace and got second, and I thought that was a really good effort. If she can repeat that here, if the pace ends up kind of collapsing or stumble-bunnying, rather, I think this horse is going to come flying late. Uh, just a matter of can she get up there in time?
1: Yeah, I, I like the how what we saw once he, she switched over to the Chad Brown barn. I think that mile and a half race was just too long for her last time out. Uh, the fact that it's three diamonds in Kentucky, Gaffleon gets a start. Mm-hmm. All that seems like a positive to me. Uh, just interesting that we switched over the turf right when we went to the Maker Barn. That first race, again, good race. This one's to me a little bit more of a shot. But this this if there's
0: a horse that takes a huge step
1: forward, it feels like it's the nine.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that last race, you just got to scratch that out. And I really hope that that was just a a complete dud for her. Uh, Last one for me, number four, Harrington Rocket at 10 to 1. Uh, This is an interesting spot because the trainer, Anna Navaretti, I'm not sure, I've never uh, heard heard of her before, uh, but she's got really nice stats in these spots. The barn is uh, 22% overall, 2 for 6 at Churchill Downs. They get a jockey that's 21%, usually on the smaller Ohio circuits in McKee. Uh, but wins at a 21% rate. The two of them together, three for seven winners, five for seven in the money. So the barn and the jockey do well together. It's going to be the first start off of a long layoff, but you can see this horse has been training on the synthetic uh, at Sky Hill Training Center and, and lots of five furlong work. So if she's ready, I love the fact that this horse could really sneak in here for these small time connections and you know, really run up there and, and make a big difference here. I mean, this horse it used to be with Chad Brown, broke the maiden Kentucky downs. It's, there's things to like. Yeah, there, there are things to like it. The big question is the trainer
1: here. You mentioned this one has mm-hmm. been with Chad Brown. I, I, the one race without Chad Brown, the worst race of this horse's career, uh, outside of the first start. So that, that to me was a, a big time negative. So the question was, it some Chad Brown magic or was it something else? Um, I would lean toward it was Chad Brown magic. It's then why I didn't end up using this horse. <laughs> It uh, broke the maiden or won the claiming race over the synthetic. So different surface there as well. And, and really a race that played out perfectly. If you've watched that synthetic course, uh, when they go 23, 47, and you're sitting in fourth, you're going to get first run and have a very good chance at winning. And that's what happened with this one. Um, The numbers for the trainer. Yes, very good. But first time with the trainer, 0 for 11, off 150 day lay, or 180 day layoff 0 for 5. And that, that those two ones scared me away after on top of the fact that this is the Chad Brown that went to a, you know went to and I mean, It was not a bad trainer and mm-hmm. she immediately cut bait with this horse right after that so uh, i i decided to pass on the four here I, I do think there's one interesting also eligible If the 11 sneaks in i'm a that's little that's who i was gonna in, play like, yeah talk cool about it well I, it's, it's sherry devo. we talk about her all the time on here one of the trainers that we really like that doesn't get enough love in the game I, the last two races were actually pretty good i mean you don't see 100 time forms often come over here um In this level, in that N1X level, usually you're seeing them run into stakes races, and so with those type of numbers over in Europe, and the fact that this horse took what looks to be a pretty significant step forward in the four-year-old season, and now you're getting, you know, first off a longer layoff later in the four-year-old season. Devoe, twenty-seven percent first time of the trainer, six dollar and seventy-one cent ROI. These are the type of horses that she's very good with. These European horses and the breeding is excellent. See the stars, have an El Prado mare Uh, at ten to one. I think is a very generous price if the eleven draws in.
0: well she also I'll yes and that because this is yeah the other one i really liked a lot um the last two races the horse that she's facing nashua is a multiple group one winner so uh, kind of tough competition overseas um this is also i thought this was very interesting this is florent jeru's first call you can find that out in the overnights when they release them if the 11 draws in and the one is not scratched This is the horse Florent Giroux is going to ride, not the nine to five Brad Cox horse, which was another reason uh, I was like, oh, if he's getting off that and he's going to ride for Sheree DeVoe, that's kind of interesting. Not that I'm, you know, we're huge Florent Giroux fans, but for him to leave the only barn that ever keeps him alive, (laughs) if in horse racing, is interesting. Yeah.
1: Should we talk about best performer a little bit? morning line second oh yeah the eight horse
0: yeah neither of us used him uh i first time versus winners and it took him 10 starts to break the maiden i got a lot of questions here he might hit the board he he seems to really try hard but i don't want to play him at five to two in this spot first time winners i mean also career best numbers time form and buyer by almost a 10 percent jump
1: too so not sure really really sure where that race came from either i mean you have a a pretty consistent form there and it's not Mm -hmm. like we really switched anything like we went to blinkers off after wearing blinkers for five straight races so maybe you could say well it's blinkers off well but he had five four four races at the start of his career with blink or four races at the start of her career with blinkers off and she didn't do anything without the blinkers and so i like joe sharp usually very good trainer right gets hernandez one of the better jockeys there but I can't just say it was blinkers off that made the jump. And if, if it wasn't blinkers off, then there really is no excuse for that big of a step forward randomly in a maiden. Uh, I was the favorite in multiple races and wasn't able to get the job done. Uh, so for me, I just especially at eight to two, I couldn't get there.
0: Tripped Five out. To two day. on the eight. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't,
1: you, I, I don't know if you watched the race, but just absolutely tripped out on the rail.
0: Too many things not like, but the, well. hopefully a lot of people will just see the form and go, yeah, we'll bet this horse. One last out over the course going to mile 16th. Second leg of the Churchill Downs, late pick five on Wednesday, November 15th, race six, seven older males routing a mile and three sixteenths on the dirt. And they're in for 62,500 claiming tags. And there's no restriction. This is an interesting race. You don't see written that often. So a, a very eclectic mix in here. You and I agreed on the same two horses. Did we agree on the same top pick? Um, I don't know. I went with the two makers in here
1: uh, and this was an interesting race because you have horses taking big time drops. You have some horses jumping up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I went to the two horse alleged is my top pick here. Four to one on this one uh, claimed last race away from Steve Margolis. This is a course that's been claiming back to back to back races. We're jumping up from the $50,000 level up to the 62 five level. I like the fact that this horse has tactical speed. But if you look at like the mile and a quarter win at Churchill, one from off the pace. If you look at the last race, didn't have the lead at the half mile pole. So this isn't a horse that needs the lead, but it is a horse that's going to be forwardly placed. Why is that important? There's actually quite a bit of speed in here. So I think this is a situation where the two is going to be able to stalk and get a really good trip going this unique mile and three sixteenths distance. I love the fact that this is first off the claim for Mike Maker. He's 20% over a massive sample size of 174. And then I really like that he gets the Sayas call as well uh that to me says that he thinks this horse is a big time shot at running well uh it's a pretty significant jockey upgrade too if you look at it it's you know ashton hernandez garcia and then you jump to Sayas. so trainer upgrade jockey upgrade off the claim raising the horse up and also entered it when you have the favorite who is dropping pretty
0: significantly in class from the outside so all of those things led me to the two at a little better price here four to one uh, yeah, we both use the same makers. I put the seven on top. We'll talk about it in a second. A, a couple points to add to what you mentioned. This horse, the two alleged, really very rarely has been risked throughout his career. The first time he was, uh, May of 2022, dropped in for $25,000 tag, wasn't touched, dominated, uh, ran back, protected an allowance, won it, went to an optional claiming race, and they, he was actually available for tag, got voided by the vet, so that didn't work out. Then he has that big break, comes back at Oakland Park. He's not in for a tag because he was gone for longer than six months so they took advantage of that by the way keep that in mind that's something that's going to come up later in another race uh Asmusim was being sneaky he put him in there and that's the last time you see him run for a tag until he gets into the carousel 50k 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 like you said to me this is the same level 62.5 is not that much of a difference and oh boy Luis size so yeah that's the two edge the stable made is the seven keystone field two to one favorite on the outside uh tyler gaff Leon rides this horse has been with maker a lot but now it takes a big class drop talk about him
1: yeah and this is a horse that's run in four graded stakes in the last year um all of them at more i'm not gonna call marathon distances but you know mile 316th in the pimlico special the distance we're going today that was against rattle and roll faced last samurai law professor keystone field obviously run very well here and against in all these spots and you, you look at you know kind of where this the, the way this race plays out again I mentioned the quite a bit of speed it should set up for Keystone Field to be flying it makes sense that Gaffleon rides this horse back he rode him at Pimlico it's a three diamonds horse again four makers so you could see it running so this is one of those where it's like you get the setup you get the drop in class and on top of that you're getting second off a pretty decent layoff as well so you feel like you kind of needed that race at Keeneland going a mile on the 16th and the horse was closing later in that race so should it the added distance here on top of the second off the layoff and I mean, for me, like the four search engine, another one of the favorites, gonna be more forwardly placed. Yes, the second off the layoff. Yeah, four year olds, you could you could argue that you could see improvement there, but the best races for search result search engine doesn't get the job done against Keystone Field. And the one horse, really the other threat in my mind, just kind of runs in place and doesn't really like to pass anybody. So I, I kind of defaulted to the seven as a second pick more than anyone else. Unfortunately didn't like any of the
0: prices here in the three, five or six. I kind of thought that the 1, 4, and 6 might run each other out and, and run each other down. And the, the mile 3, distance, I just think there's going to be some stumble-bunnying. So, yeah, I went with the 2 and 7 coming from up. I see some good time with the 3 Icarus. Uh, I didn't really... I mean, maybe to hit the try is, is the best he could do. He's kind of a lumbering guy. Um, and then someone asked about the 5 Nautilus as well. This one I kind of took a couple of looks at just because of the connection. It's Paulo Lobo. If this, I feel like this is, sounds weird. If this was Keeneland, I'd be like... Yeah, maybe play this horse, but because we're a Churchill Downs, I'm like, nah, I don't know. And I know that's weird to say, but Lobo loves to win at Keeneland. So, yeah, I'm worried that this
1: isn't the best surface. Um, that like because this horse, yeah, you know, did pretty well over in Brazil. Comes over, they run it in the Breeders' Cup turf, first race out, Castellano rides, uh, but then runs back on synthetic twice. Tried to run on turf, gets scratched off there, ends up on dirt in a small field of just five, then comes back on turf in the grade two turf cup, gets absolutely trounced. Then runs at this level at Keelan over Dirt. And, you know, just a six-horse field there just kind of ran in place again. Um, Paul Lobo owns part of this horse, which I think is interesting that it took mm-hmm. that long to get it for 65. So they clearly think there's some talent here. Uh, this is one of those where, like, uh, more – like, if you're playing tournaments, I'm probably using the five, right? Because there's an interesting upside there. If I'm playing multi-race tickets, I'm more interested in using, like, the two and the seven, right? Because it's just I, – I, the five to me is, is – I'm not going to say a wasted bullet, but it's one of those bullets where you really have to decide you're short somewhere else. And I think that they, there's a couple races in here that are pretty tough, specifically the last. Specifically the last. So you have to have a single if you're including a horse like the five. And
0: mm-hmm. it, to me, it's just more of a tournament horse than it is a betting horse. And and that last statement explains for the podcast listeners, Dr. Tang was the one who asked about Nautilus. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, it clearly, the, the connections clearly think highly of it. it, but it
1: has zero races on the paper that's able to win this race. Right. And so it's just,
0: I, it's just interesting. Shotty brings up the three Icarus was able to run down Barber Road. So, I mean, that I happened. Mean, yeah. I guess that's that's something. That was a thing that happened. Third leg of the Churchill Downs leg pick <laughs> five on Wednesday, November 15th, race seven, eight males, uh, three and up sprinting six furlongs. This is the N2L, 16K level uh did we have almost well we, I, we probably agreed on the same no we didn't agree the same top for us. okay anyways uh 16k claiming level but i mentioned last race with the asmussen move about protecting a ledge coming off the long break number four lord grantham's claiming tag is waived because we haven't seen him in over six months as well so with that in mind would you go on top
1: Oh, I went with the five horse on top here. Uh, hardy choice uh, right to the outside. This is your big class dropper. Um, and this one to me is like, look, never run on dirt, realize that, but it's bred to run, handle the dirt just fine. Hard spun, start, smart strike. So, not really overly worried about the dirt trip here. Uh, also cutting back to six furlongs. We've only seen this horse r- run once. I guess it did op- open its career on dirt, going five and a half. Um, ran once at the sprint distance, that was also that race. But the drop in class here is just absolutely massive, and you can't ignore it. I mean, this is a horse that never had been have a tag before. It was made in special weights anywhere from sixty thousand to ninety nine thousand. Ran in two hundred k plus N one X allowances, and then dropped down here to to sixteen thousand dollar claimers. It's just a massive, massive break. And from a buyer perspective, from a time point perspective, the turf race is fit with everyone else, and he was running against much, much better. And when you see that, to me, it's like okay. The real question is, can we handle dirt? And then you look at that last workout, 46 and one bullet, a best of 43 on November 8th. Horse clearly has some early speed, clearly has some giddy up and also has been able to pass horse in its career.
0: I I, I just couldn't get around the five here at four to one. To me, this just reeks of we spent one hundred and sixty thousand dollars on this horse and he didn't turn into anything. Hey, look, there's a sixteen thousand uh, dollar. Let's just dump him off so we don't have to deal with him anymore. Someone else will take him. You're correct, but that doesn't mean the horse is going to lose. <laughs> That's also correct. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I passed on him, but
0: this is a, I'm not interested in owning this horse anymore, but that doesn't mean <laughs> the horse is going to lose. I would like this horse more. No shot against Declan Cannon. You see he's 21% in the last year with Brian Lynch, but uh, I think I'd like this horse more if it, if it was Lynch and Tyler Gaffleone owner or, or something like that, but. I get it. I, I get why you would it, it's a huge class drop. I'm just to me it's like something's wrong with this horse. He's not good and they're just trying to get they're begging somebody off of that bullet work to just claim him and just take him and yeah. But hey, $17,000 is the winner's share of the purse. So you add that with the 6 with the uh, 16 for being claimed, you get 33 grand out of it. I mean, that's
1: that's kind of how I look at this. It's like let's just give me if you think about it, if you're an owner and you could run for 40 or run for 16, you're guaranteed getting claimed at 16. I don't. I'd rather win at sixteen, because you just don't want the horse in your barn anymore. And so it's one of those yeah. where it's like, okay, let's let's get it out of here. But like, trust me, I've seen enough races at Saratoga where clearly they're dumping a horse, especially late in the meet, and the yeah. horse still airs, right? Like, so it's it's one of those spots where it's like, I don't disagree, it's a dump. I also think this this race is not good, and it's not going to take a ton of talent to be able to win it. And if this horse handles the dirt, to me, it's
0: all right. Probably going to get it done. Uh, I did make Lord Grantham uh, my top pick, like I mentioned. I, th- I think Chris Hartman, the trainer, has been really sneaky here, finding a very soft spot for this horse off of a long layoff to come back. There's absolutely no risk of losing him for that $16,000 tag, and you think it- there would be a decent chance he would get cleaned out of this race for it. But uh, you've got him coming off of a long layoff, but like I said, a super sneaky, uh, super soft spot compared to what he had been running at most of his career. He's also first-time gelding. You know, that might make him easier to handle. It at least guarantees he's more aerodynamic. So, you know, like maybe a quarter of a length, extra speed, uh, give him there. Uh, If you look at his maiden breaking score over this course and distance, if he gets a similar trip and effort to that, I think he wins this race. So that's why I went uh, with the four Lord Grantham. Uh, but I did chalk out because you know who my other pick is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you point to the one race out of the seven where
1: or eight, nine races, the one there there's the sixteen one out
0: of the k race. claimers. You have to go point to
1: one race, and that one says he can win it. I'll point to the twelve k claimer where he couldn't hold on and going six furlongs last time at Oakland. That's the one I'm going to point to.
0: But something went wrong because we didn't see him. We haven't seen him in 268 days. He, he clearly hurt himself. Probably stepped on his nuts. Had to get gelded, and here we are. Yeah
1: hanging low swinging low huh uh yeah that or he's just a mule and so he's not very good and after that race he's like all right we gotta give this guy a little break um i look yeah i, I mean I, I wouldn't knock anybody in this race it's my fourth pick so I, it's not like i'm i'm don't dislike this horse. my second pick here was a two bolt above first year in biscuitza uh this one Probably been the most consistent horse in this race. I mean, consistently runs the mid to high 60s buyers, consistently in the same time form range, adding blinkers today, which I kind of like this move for this horse. Uh, hopefully gives it a little bit more speed and is able to hang on to it a little more. it Breaks the maiden at thirty thousand. Uh, I kind of like that. Um, and, and it has run it all over the place, but this is the lowest we're going to be in for a tag. Hit uh was at this level, two back, and ran a pretty good third, um, but didn't like didn't get a wonderful trip If you go back and watch that race specifically early just kind of got b- bumped around a little bit they went 21 245 45 in that race um and this horse was competing before the final 16th of a mile in there maybe your speed of the speed here i realize we're going to talk about the one in a second I, i'm guessing we both use the one because you said you were chalking out here um but if the one for some reason is stretch out speed and not sprint speed which you know we did show speed going five and five and a half a golf stream i realized that but if you go back to the dirt races at Gulfstream, the source was not on the lead going 22 and four, 22 and three. Um, then I, the two is probably your speed of the speed. I like the fact that we're blinkers and has
0: shown the ability to pass as well. So I put the two bolt above in second. See, that's my issue though, that there's one race where he actually passed horses and that was his, when he broke his maiden, the rest of them. It's like he might've advanced his position in the finishing order, but he was being distanced in the stretch. He wasn't gaining on anybody. He just outstumbled other people. And, Maybe so he's you're... able to outstumble them here in this race. Maybe he outstumbles everybody to the wire, but uh, and maybe the blinkers help. But I just didn't want to play him here. You're a hypocrite,
1: just saying. I mean, I, I, you, you I point to one race in a, in a claiming race where no one's won twice, it's the one race my horse won. And you're like, well, I'm not going to use that, but let me tell you about the one race my horse won.
0: Yes, exactly. It's all about me, 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 me. That's how it goes. All right, let's talk about the favorite on the real number one love spell. T Gaff, Mike Baker, God, we just talked about this combination last yeah. race. Uh, possibly the 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 speed because he's on the rail, and you look at his, his uh, previous races. But you did uh, touch on the fact that those last two were going longer on the dirt. It's a little risky because we're doing first off the claim from Safi Joseph. We're cutting back to six furlongs when that maiden win that was so dominating on paper that was a one turn mile it wasn't six furlongs it was you know 10k maiden claimers so this is probably the, the right fit stream too yeah yeah july at gulfstream oh boy Is a uh,
1: favorite so it's like yeah.
0: yeah from those so the one thing that doesn't concern me too much is the class is the price drop in the claiming tag because i like i said before the pr- winners share this purse is about 17 grand. so if this horse gets lost for 17 or sorry gets lost for 16 and they get the 17 with it they're getting their 30k back and they got their picture taken at churchill downs and it's paradise farms who likes to win a lot of races in tracks in kentucky so yeah i'm some, not sure some concerns, but. churchill downs is a positive though
1: no one really wants to admit they've ever gone to churchill downs
0: <laughs> no not, not gone there that you were the winning owner yeah. at churchill downs yeah
1: if, it would if you owned a horse and it was running at churchill would you go
0: well, not from California. Well, and yeah, not unless it was like a major race. No, yeah, I, w- I just wouldn't run into Churchill. So that'd be the, the easy answer. Uh I I'd my... tell him we're waiting for Ellis
1: or Turfoy. That's what. Yeah. It's. No, screw CDI. I uh, love spell to me. Like the first two dirt races were awful too. And Now they were against maiden special weight. I mean, I I almost went two five and just didn't even use the one here. Like I was mm. really close, just being like, screw this favorite. I Have no interest. Um, <laughs> yeah fair <laughs> i don't have a lot of good things to say about this race it's mm-hmm. one of the reasons i have the five on top who i th- think is clearly being dumped like that <laughs> it, it tells you kind of what i thought of the talent of this race this one is one of those again where it's like i could single i could go all i could grind and go cheap here i just i i ended up one two five i don't love the one um but the the two and the five are at least interesting prices I, the one's gonna get back quite a
0: bit here as well i mean what's the one gonna go off at seven five seven five six five six five. yeah yeah uh, Smagin says that forget Churchill. I'd run on the New York circuit. Listen, you get a New York bread. And I'm not trying to shill for uh, the New York bread program, but they got some nice bonuses there. And there's always like every day there's 18 different like New York bread races. It seems like so you're always gonna have a chance to run your horse somewhere. It might not be very good, but you can run them in all sorts of spots in New York. <laughs> yeah, uh, is, is Churchill that bad? Look,
1: I this is I, a little bit of a humble brag. I've only been to Churchill for Breeders' Cups and Kentucky Derbies and i i hate the racetrack i just don't i don't like being there when there's a ton of people they are awful at handling crowds which is wild to me because they have to do it every single year yet it's still the most annoying track to try and go to belmont pretty close not gonna lie they bust you around at belmont too but like i just i I just don't enjoy being at churchill downs when there's that big of a crowd and they
0: just don't seem to handle it very well hot take uh churchill downs is the horse racing what notre dame stadium is to college football Interesting. I mean, Duke's. Yeah, Rodney, you'll appreciate that. USC fan. Duke's. uh,
1: If okay, the surroundings are not kind of at Pimlico. Okay, if you want, if you want to go CD, go go Pimlico. Let me tell you. Uh, but at least at Pimlico, they let you park on like the fields all around the racetrack, so you just park there and you walk over. I'd much rather go to the Preakness than the Derby. As wild as that sounds, too, Um, just because of how they handle the crowd. It's just so much nicer to be at Pimlico than it is to be at Churchill. Uh, anyway, off topic here. Um, the Duke football stadium. You have to park on the street in the neighborhoods. And it is really shady to get out of there. Now, mm. it's not like a bad neighbor or anything. But it's not.
0: they do not handle the crowd very well there either. Also, no one ever goes to Duke football, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. All, all they care about at Duke is their lacrosse program. Penultimate like of the Churchill Downs late pick five on Wednesday, November 15th. Race 8-8, eight, eight, three-year-old males routing a mile and eighth on the turf at the end. 2X allowance level, and you see right there, number four, really good, is in for the optional 125K tag. Uh, does he get claimed by somebody super drunk at the track, and where'd you go on top? <laughs> um, I'm going to go
1: no. There'll be someone sober who claims this horse. No, this horse isn't getting claimed. It's just like the like, 100K was it the last race 100 clay maiden claimer yeah over under half a horse getting claimed in there and you're
0: gonna go under um i ended up with there the goes eight. that question to open up next race thanks dick <laughs> Fine. I got to get better questions,
1: man. That was too easy. Uh, give me the eight. Quadra Island here on top. Brad Cox, Tyler Gaff-Leon. uh, Third off the layoff late in the season. I like the improvement between the early three-year-old season and the late three-year-old season. And then I like the jump up we saw last race as well, jumping up to N2X Company for the first time. One off the bench at LX, jumped into Keeneland, and I actually thought ran pretty well at Keeneland considering broke out of the nine post that day. Mile and a half on Keeneland is a three-turn race. It is not fun to be outside. because you end up like you're ending up two or three wide the entire race i went back watch this one was three wide on one turn was five wide on another turn just never had an easy trip at all i thought still ran well to run on there especially after you look at like the line and how this horse kind of got shuffled back against a slow pace biggest fear here this horse coming from the clouds uh there is enough pace in here i think it should be okay for a closer It's also why I'm going with the speed horse as my other horse. So I'm able to kind of uh, I'm able to kind of protect myself. But at the price, especially at six to one, I think Quadra
0: Island has a big shot here to improve big time and, and beat this field. Excuse me. So we each went too deep and we had a full disagreement here. Um, I I thought that the eight was going to be too far back in this spot. And I didn't love the previous efforts as much as you did uh, the one race that he won. uh, You said, by the way, you said improvement from early in the three old season to later in three old season. There's also like, aside from time, there's one major thing that happened to this horse in that gap, too. So uh, might have helped him get a little more aerodynamic. But it was a five horse field going to Mount a quarter at Ellis. I think this is going to be a tougher test for him. Um, but Tyler Gaffleon, Brad Cox clicking at 40% win rate with 67% in the money in the last year. That's pretty good. That's sick. Like, why, if you're Brad Cox and and Tyler Gaffleon's there, why do you ever rifle Giroux if you've got Gaffleon as your option before you see those stats?
1: Okay. Let's say Tyler Gaffleon's
0: not there. Why do you ever use Giroux? (laughs) Like, that question, I I mean,
1: without the Gaffleon
0: uh whatever we'll have that conversation when fairground starts far. this weekend actually <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah uh anyway sorry so the eight. my top pick the number two wizard of westwood and uh i was a little surprised you didn't use this horse but i'll let you talk about why not uh the trainer michael mccarthy california trainer that's where this horse started he's not one that really talks up his horses a lot i'd heard that this horse could be a two-turn star on the turf before he ever debuted like that's not something that ever comes out of the mccarthy barn And you see, he breaks his maiden on debut, but it was at Los Al, which again, leads further credence to your belief that Los Al plays favorably to turf horses. And since then, he's had really nothing go wrong for him in California. He goes to the grade one Belmont Derby. Sure, he's in way over his head, but they took a shot with him. And I love the fact that McCarthy was taking shots instead of saving him for a little bit later in the year for Del Mar. And then he could have done the Del Mar Derby. All of these things he's passed up. He went to the Dueling Grounds Derby with this horse. Ran a good fourth. It just, you know, stopped running into Far Bridge. There's no Far Bridge. In fact, this isn't even a stakes race, and this is a horse that's run very well uh, in stakes company. The concern is he loves to run on the front end, but he does have races in the past that show he can come from off. I'm really hoping that that's what we get here. Uh, that was sprinting, but if you saw how Corrales rode no balls at the Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint, you hated him in that spot. Don't hate him here, Mike. Don't make that mistake again.
1: I can't believe you brought up Corrales and no balls. Unbelievable. Because you, you were, I
0: knew you were coming. You were ready to come at me, so I had to get in one last shot before I took some bullets. With Kadara, if you wanted to go into the no balls
1: joke there. I'm not going to come at you here. Like, Yeah, okay, they thought he was going to be a star going two turns on the turf. What the hell are we doing with this horse then? Why are we running in overnight stakes? Why weren't we running in graded stakes
0: in California? Oh, for on turf, we don't really have them. We don't right. have the for three year olds, they don't really have that many of them. So what you're telling me is that there aren't very many good turf
1: horses for three year three-year-old turf horses in California.
0: That's why he left. He's like, I've beaten up all of these bastards. I'm gonna go out here. Oh shit. It's a little hard going to a Belmont little Derby. It's harder out
1: here, and I think that's what we're gonna experience as well. I mean look, yeah, okay. The the race, the 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 race Kentucky Downs, good good fourth place. That's great. The the third place, the Jockey Cup uh in The Chalking Cup Derby imitation was better. Ran third, obviously, on dirt there. Um, But I think Fearless Soldier has him covered. And that's really why I ended up not using the Wizard of Westwood. I I think the Wizard of Westwood probably makes the lead. Fearless Soldier has tactical speed, but it's New York tactical speed, right? It's not really everywhere tactical speed. (laughs) Yeah. 48. You're looking at 50 second halves. You go back to the Gulfstream race, which was seven and a half furlongs, two turns you know, an actual turf race, not six and a half down the hill. And this horse was able to close. So I'm not worried about sitting second here and being able to, to run on going to be interesting to see who wins the race in the turn. I, I think it's going to be the two. I think you're going to have the lead on wizard Westwood, but I think fearless soldier is going to be close enough and just better a horse when it, they come down the lane. So as long as fearless Soldier is within a half length uh, to me, it, it Soldier is going to be able to get by. Um, so I just went one eight here. I looked at the two for a while. The two is my fourth horse in this spot. I just, yeah, I, it, it's the california stuff man i just when they, this horse as soon as it goes east it starts getting beat and i realized yes That's there were yes there were probably better fields than what you're seeing today but i just i need to I, I need to feel a soldier or wizard of westward to be able to show improve in the in the east coast turf division not just the west coast turf division and like you I look think- at who, who else was he was in those races i mean i don't even know any of these horses that were in those races Oh, the California ones. I thought I, mean, you, I was like far bridge? You're talking about the California races. The Cal- yeah. I mean, Maltese Falcon. I know, obviously, but that that horse kind of sucks now. Like Escape Artist isn't very good. Johannes didn't turn out to be much. I mean, there's there's really just not much in those races when you go through it.
0: That's fair. There there is a chance we have a pace meltdown. The one two seven could kind of all uh, run each other into the ground and mile and an eighth. And you went with the eight for your horse coming off. I'm going with the six, Ocean Point. Uh, I love picking trainer names that are I've never seen before know how to pronounce, but Richard Estevanko, I'm going to hope I pronounce that right, the trainer for Ocean Point. Uh, this is an interesting horse. He's a four-time winner. He knows how to pass horses. You see two back going a mile over this course, came flying into really a slow pace and, and managed to just pull past everybody to win by seven lengths last time out tried a stakes race and again came from last and was able to get fourth but more than looks was the winner of that race also mm-hmm. beat him a race earlier back in june uh sixth beaten two lengths in the breeders cup turf you know not a, not a bad last race for more than looks so good horse to be finishing fourth to in that spot i listen much, i think uh, if you can get if there is a pace falcon. what's that much better than maltese falcon <laughs> that's true uh, At a better price than than Wizard Westwood, but uh, listen, if there is a pace collapse, I think I know that this horse is going to come flying. And Ramos, you see, has been on this horse the last four starts, and, and two of those were wins. So, yeah, give me a you know, six ocean point point and six to one.
1: Uh this was my third horse and the last horse off my ticket. I I, I like this horse quite a bit uh, for all the reasons that you said. Like uh, the the class here, I think, is sneaky good. Uh, even McKillop, two races back, Worthington was third in that race last time. Um, the face more than looks and fearless soldier back when was that uh, at Ellis Park? And I thought ran pretty well there and it's, hadn't quite come into the full style of oh, oh hey, I want to close. That was also the last Orlando Mojica race. Switched over to JD Ramos, has won two of the four with Ramos. Um, I, this was the one where I'm, I'm like, man, I wish I, I could throw this one on my ticket, but I, I kept my ticket cheap at just 54 bucks. If I if I
0: singled somewhere or if I only gone two deep last race, I would end up three deep here and used the six. Uh, real quick, did you consider the four at all? It's it's a class drop because he's been in stakes races and he actually won a stakes two back going mile three eight. So distance shouldn't be an issue for this horse. But to me, I just don't think he's quite of the caliber to play him at that price. I considered Um, it's Maker. And you know who it's yeah. not? It's not Gaflione.
1: Did that surprise you? Yeah. And that was a big yeah. part. Of it. it was like, hey, why? why are we, you know, look. I, I haven't watched shown ride, sixteen percent, thirty-six percent the Churchill, not gonna knock him. Uh one the two for two with maker, nine dollar forty-six in ROI. Not gonna knock him. But this really should be Gaffleon, right? Like if this horse is gonna fire big or is better than the eight, Gaffleon would be here. And that's yeah, you think kind Sorry, of a deciding factor between whether or not I wanted to use him.
0: Yeah, because the idea with any of these horses at this level, this N two X allowance with this high purse, is you win or do well here, you go up or back up to stakes company. Like, so you need to make sure you've got the right jockey for that. That's why Brad Cox has got Tyler Gaffleon on the eight. So you know, Gaff-Leon, I think especially because you like the eight, that's another plus for the eight and a negative on the four there. It's it. I want to like, it. and I know that Sean's supposed to be um, a really good kind of up and coming rider. I just. I don't know him well enough to be able to play him here. Uh do do do. Rodney, who are you asking about? Willing to take five to two? I wouldn't bet the uh, one f- to win. So Tim was saying Fearless Soldier gets the trip, he wins. If he doesn't, and Rodney was asking, are you willing to take Fearless Soldier at five to two? Because it sounds like he's a horse that needs everything to go right to win. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh
1: yeah. Doc in here chiming in for the three twice now. He's upset we haven't talked about this horse. Did you consider Jesus she- Christ, Doc? Oh, go cure well, cancer. I mean, he's just—he's so impatient.
0: You think that he'd be good with patience? <laughs> Come on. No, that was good. That was very good. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm also ticked off that he won't shut up about this stupid three, and he's texting me about it. Uh, he's texting. Uh, you about okay. It too? Gosh, does he not text you anymore? I'm sorry. Uh, okay, okay. Let's talk about one. is last two, like you said, he uh, broke the maiden going mile three sixteenth at Saratoga. That's good. The distance should be fine, and this is where Jeru ends up instead of on the Cox phrasing um <laughs> yeah i look the fire i like it
1: uh, the the the, <laughs> the last two races to doc's point okay wins a maiden special he comes right back wins again this horse was was sub even money at laurel in an n1x allowance and is now jumping up to an n2x for 125 at churchill which is the de facto feature of the day um i that's a pretty big time step forward and the horse needs to improve and i like the horse actually regressed a little bit both from buyer and time form perspective last race so we need to find improvement here well switching tracks at a in a field that you were 10 to 1 versus a field that you were just 70 cents on the dollar
0: um that is a pretty big ask in my mind ain't yeah (laughs) that Dropping back, to, I know Trombetta is based in in Maryland, so I get why he went back to Laurel. But he went back there and won, and now you're on two straight. But you were three to five. You were supposed to demolish yep. those horses. So, and and that you could also make an argument that that's why the number didn't come back as, as good
1: because that horse, I you know, basically I had to have not watched the replay, but it, look on. But by, by the way, the line looks. It, it looks like he just galloped right. That he won very very easily in that spot, and so the number could be lower because of that. I, again you know doc mentioned the five horse a couple races back i could see you using this horse in a tournament right but it's not a horse mm-hmm. that i'm i'm gonna really if i'm playing a cheaper ticket right which we're doing here we're playing 54 dollars tickets we're not playing 432 thirty two dollar pick fives doc um then <laughs> if it's a tournament i get i get using this horse but i i for this type of ticket
0: i'm, I'm not going to put that one on there uh doc if you you have all these tournament questions you know we did give you a show at one point that you could go on and talk about these tournament horses if you want instead of asking us about it but just just putting that out there for you fifth and final leg of the lay pick five churchill downs wednesday november 15th race 9 12 maiden two-year-old males plus two also eligibles sprinting six and a half furlongs on the dirt while in for a hundred thousand dollar tags uh yeah i'm not gonna ask you over under because screw you you asked about it where are you going on top
1: Um, let's get kooky, baby. Give me the two horse. Give me Liberty. Uh, 12 to one on the morning line. Brissette not known for getting first time starters home. Just, uh, well, he's actually pretty good. 16% dollar 84 ROI with two year olds though. Brissette 25%, $2.54 ROI. Love me. The two gate workouts. Uh, the last one at Keeneland ends up second of nine gets 35 and four. Then three back at Keeneland 47 and two breezing out of a gate five of 106. This is a constitution out of a scat daddy mare that just screams. I'm going to be fast early. The workouts back it up. A shard picks up the mount. These two are 26% in 2022, 2023 combined. And I'm getting 12 to one. Look, I realize this is a wind star horse, which is generally not the horse I'm looking for in a hundred K maiden claimer because they're usually not the type of, they're going to put a really good horse in here but this is one of those interesting races where you can go and find races that allowances that allow you to run in because you were in for a tag at some point. And this is kind of a fake tag. So you'll see ownership groups use this type of race to get in some allowances, depending on what the conditions are of those. I think the two is going to run a pretty big race here. And I
0: love the 12 to one price. Second pick for me. You made so many great points. Um, I, I also like that this is six and a half and not six because this horse is bred, I think as he gets older to go to turns. And so there's a lot of horses you look at this and go yes yeah, six i five to six i think you can get but that extra six and a half when in a big field boy you're gonna have to do some real run in there and i think you can trust that the two uh is gonna get there so yeah i agree top pick there you went three deep and i went six deep but i used all three of your horses so who's the next one you want to talk about um, I felt like the right thing
1: to do was to use either the four or the six, not both the four and the six. And so that's where the next horse came for me. I kind of was in a, a, a conundrum between which I wanted to use. And, you know, Magic, when I'm deciding between two speed horses, I generally don't pick the uh, cloud computing horse. Now, um, I'm going to take the horse that's on the inside, and that's going to be the four horse here. Spin the boulevard. Uh, Brittany Van Virg, or I'm sorry. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Brittany Vandenberg, uh, very good trainer. She's 23 percent, does well in the, the mid-America tracks. Uh, I think actually crushes Laurel, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, but it's, this is one of those spots where this to me is your speed of the speed. I think the four wins the race to the turn. You've got a bunch of two-year-olds here. Experience matters, especially at the six and a half furlongs. I want, I wanted the horse that I felt was going to be able to get to the turn first here. I didn't want to use them both because I don't want to have I wanted to be able to get a couple other these first timers on here specifically one other of them um so i ended up using the, the four here uh, spin the boulevard is the second pick who i think is you know broke from the outside last time this time is going to be inside speed so you have a little little bit easier chance of getting to the front uh and britney also 29 percent with second time starters so uh give me the two on top of four and second spin the boulevard
0: yeah you don't know what a lot of these horses are going to do but you know with, with britney's husband chris emai on board that horse has got one job, and that's to go. So uh, you expect that. By the way, that maiden claiming field did nearly wired last out, or on debut. I mean, uh, fourth-place finisher broke the maiden at the same level, going six furlongs here last Saturday. And the fifth-place finisher broke the maiden next out, going seven furlongs. So two winners out of that race for number four spin been the Boulevard Um, I did use it since you mentioned we'll talk about the number six Stormy Mesa here Uh, I did use the six lost by neck on debut going six for all longs at Keeneland versus 75k claimers this feels like a lateral move class wise and I like that Luis Saez is going to keep them out this horse drew post 10 for the day or broke from post 10 on debut now is post six still is outside of the four which is probably going to cause a little bit of issue but Saez riding for Keneally that's usually connection that I like to play.
1: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't dislike the connections. If if the four weren't in here, I would be using the six. But because the four is in here, I don't want to use them both. Um, I chose the six, or I chose because I chose the four. That was really the only difference between the four and the six to me was the four is a little bit faster early. I thought the four's race was a little better. The six didn't change leads, um, and so to me it was it was between those two. I took the four, but I like I get it if you're using the six too, especially your tickets. What seventy two bucks? You're six deep here. Yeah. It, it's not that expensive to add another horse in this race for you.
0: Uh all right, the third and final one we agreed on is the number eight Charleston, right? Four to one on the morning line. Talk to me about Charleston.
1: Yeah, this is look, the, the first race was kind of a mess. If you go back, like we if you follow horse racing long enough, you like seven furlongs at Keeneland breaking from the rail. That's not a good draw. Like there are certain racetracks where you don't want to break from the rail going specific distances because of how Mm -hmm. the racetrack is set up. And if there's a gap there or if not, where the rail is, how the horse is running. Seven furlongs of Keeneland, not a good rail spot at all. Uh, That's where Charleston broke from. And Charleston just decided not to really break, was last off in that race of 11 horses, uh, never really had a chance to run. But was bet to seven to one that day, and what I thought was a pretty competitive uh, hundred thousand dollar maiden special weight now drops in, shortens up to six and a half furlongs. Gets a, gets a significantly better post. Brad Cox twenty nine percent second time uh, second second time at made the maiden level thirty three percent dropping from maiden special weight to maiden claiming. I, this is just one of those horses where I expect a massive improvement and at least showed the the professionalism to pass horses after breaking really poorly in that first start as well. So I'm just going with the 2, the 4, and the 8 here to close
0: it out. 8 was my top pick in here, and, and that horse that won on uh, the debut race for Charleston, another Brad Cox horse named Rocketeer, uh, it's kind of fitting that everybody in the chat suddenly is talking about the racing news Triple Crown Fantasy League. You're going to hear Rocketeer's name called, and I would say you're going to hear it called earlier than later that day. Um, That was a debut effort at seven furlongs by a son of Curlin that made you go, whoa, that was impressive. So uh, to lose to that horse, and and by the way, be last out of the gate, be very slow trailing, and and still get up there for fifth and... (laughs) okay so you were four really you were four and three quarter lengths off of the the first place horse because rocketeer was so far gone yeah great efforts from charleston so that's why i made the top pick uh, i'll run through the other ones i used real quick here because i know we're short on time number 11 calina crush at seven to two ran a good second versus similar horses last time out uh in the first start while in for the tag got bet down to eight to five tyler gathleen keeps them out uh similar move here i think or similar spot and i think the eight to five price there seven to two gives me value on connections I like. And then also speaking of connections I like, screw it. For 72 bucks we'll throw on the number seven, Pal Hacko at twelve to one, because it's Kenny McPeak and it's Brian Hernandez at a price. And if you look at the breeding and the training and compare it to the rest of this field, you go, Yeah, I could see this horse winning a six and a half furlong on debut for McPeak and Brian Hernandez at twelve to one. So that's what those are my last two horses here mike i mean i love me a practical joke both the sire and the
1: jokes um and <laughs> this, is, this is a son of or, yeah son of practical jokes six and a half furlongs right between the eyes for practical jokes 12 to one good price this is my fourth horse in this race i was two four Sweet. eight seven six so i i don't disagree with the seven i got no interest in the 11 i just uh, go ahead and beat me at that price like it, it just it's one of those favorites where like nope Mm-mm, not even a little bit and I, I expect the eight to be a favorite um when they actually break from the gate but your morning line favorite the 11 I just don't think he's got a very good shot
0: yeah I feel the New York bread and his first two races were protected against New York breads and uh he's got a maybe he should just go back there after this race norm send him back just send an aqueduct for the winter. It'd be a good spot go. probably doesn't like the snow that's it for this episode of the Magic Mike Show. Thanks for joining Mike and I to talk about Churchill Downs Wednesday, November 15th, late pick five. Not a whole lot going on in horse racing news-wise right now, so figured we would give you guys a bonus uh, little ticket here, or a bonus show for you. We've got the tickets down below, and if you are going to be playing, put your tickets in the chat or the comment section. I'd love to hear from you, even if you disagree with us. I'll go ahead and give mine out first for 50 cents. 349 with 27, with 14, with 26, with... Two, four, six, seven, eight, eleven, seventy two dollars. You can make it much cheaper if you want to cut down on some of those hundred K maiden claimers there. I'm going to play fifty cent ticket. Go one,
1: three, nine with two, seven with one, two, five with one, eight with two, four, eight. If you want to mess with my ticket, don't hate the idea of cutting the one in the third leg, adding the six to the fourth leg and adding magic seven to the last leg. If you want to spend a little bit more money.
0: Speaking of uh, two-year-olds that are going to be drafted in the fantasy league, uh, yeah, there was a race. There were actually two races at Churchill Downs yesterday. Uh, Nash was in there. Nash bashed him, which Aaron—that was an Aaron line. And then the there was there was the second and third place finishers from a great race were in the two different races at Churchill, and Rappaport—that's who it was. Drew the 10 post and, and Sia's had him like 69 wide in the first turn. And yeah, he did. He wasn't able to hold on at, at a mile on the 16th. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? But uh, watch out for those horses too. Good looks magic. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't give it away, but people are already talking about it, which means they already know about it. So there you go on that one. That's going to do it. For this episode of the magic Mike show. Thanks for joining Mike and I to talk about Churchill downs and we'll be back on Thursday, probably for another Del Mar show. Uh, we're going to try and damn it. We're going to get that Del Mar cash. We were so close. The Frankenstein ticket worked. I just, I still hate, I hate OVA class even more now than I did before. I warned you. You did. You did. Uh, all right. Any other things you wanted you do? Oh, Monday night football. What do you got for tonight? Before we get out of here?
1: Uh, Broncos plus seven and a half. Uh, I bet that earlier this week, I think you can still get seven and a half out there. I just look basically a fade of this bill's defense, which has been absolutely atrocious. Doncos have been playing better the last few weeks. Um, if you want to tease the Bills, I don't hate that idea. There, if, next week's going to be fun. Do you know next Monday night's game? No, Chiefs. Or, uh, no, it's uh, Eagles at Chiefs. Ooh, Super Bowl rematch! I'll be I'll be in Vegas for next Monday's show as well. Are we doing a show next Monday? Next Thursday? We'll be we? On Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I'm down. Dude, do I was going to say, do you not want to? No, I'm good. I'll just uh, bring a bring one of the microphones that Aaron steals from me. Oh, oh, gosh.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> there you go. Excuse me. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. I'm at Curtis Killard. He is at Some of them eighteen, number one, number eight. Corporate overlords at Racing underscore dudes. Like I said, we'll be back Thursday at two Pacific, five Eastern, covering Del Mars late pick five on Saturday. Post your tickets down below in the comments section. And until next time, I'm Magic and a Mike. Good luck this week.